At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That is free every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. That's where, for some reason, people wake up early in the morning on a Sunday and 8,000 of them view a show hosted by one of our guests here today about USA basketball. So if other people are watching, you should too. Or maybe you should, but anyway, subscribe to the five reasons YouTube channel. Also check out the five reasonsports.com website dolphins coverage starting this week. We are credentialed to training camp. Just got that officially. So make sure that you check out all the content from our guys, Alfredo, Juan, Lewis, and everybody else who works over on the dolphin side of five reasons. Also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. I just ordered some more yesterday because I can't sleep without it. Therapistpreferred.com, therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five reasons. That's the number five reasons. This is a CBD company founded in 2019 by a physical therapist to maximize performance and recovery for active people. 100% THC free and third party lab verified. So you're not going to get dinged on a drug test. Don't worry about it. All the products are made in the US with cutting edge technology from organically grown hemp. The most popular products, the CBD sports cream, again, for your recovery after your workouts, anything else that you do. Also the strawberry lemonade gummies. That's my favorite. And the green apple gummies. Use the code five reasons. That's the number five reasons, R E A S O N S, for 25% off your order plus free shipping on all orders. That's therapistpreferred.com. Use the code, the number five reasons. And now, today's episode. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan on a Sunday. Getting this episode likely to you on a Sunday night. I've got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. I've got the host of our Post Up 5R show on the YouTube channel, Royal A. Shepherd. We were all together earlier this morning. I have since taken a shower. Not that you really care because you're listening to a podcast right now. But we've got a premise that was actually brought to us by Royal Shepherd's, uh, one of his co-hosts on Clutch Corner, Adam Barai, who from one of his 75 Twitter accounts, uh, tweeted this, okay, I feel like Barai's like hiding in a closet from people. Like he just doesn't want anybody to find him. You know, somebody on the heat actually asked me if he's a real person. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Let's, let's, let's get to it. I'm not really sure if he is. Uh, let's get to it. What's the best player you can get with this package? Tyler Hero, Precious Achua, Casey Akpala, 
two first round picks, three pick swaps and expiring contracts, which essentially in this case would mean probably an, you know, a team option uh, taken on Goran Dragic and Andre Iguodala or some combination uh, of both. So here it is again, and I'm going to throw it to Greg. Greg is actually going to run point in this episode because Royal and I were fighting over point guard on the last one. So we're going to play off the ball. Tyler Hero, Precious Achua, Casey Akpala, two first round picks, which of course we know are hard for the heat to get three pick swaps and expiring. So this is a big package two three young players, including one who's established two who have the chance to sort of elevate in summer league and are playing for the Nigerian team now, and then picks pick swaps and expiring contracts for flexibility and to make the deal work. Greg go. Give me some so first. First, uh, we've talked a lot about wrestling the point guard duties between the three of us on the on the uh, pregame sh- or the postgame team Team USA show. I just want to clarify to our listeners: I I think I'm the only one of us three that was a varsity high school point guard himself. So mm-hmm. uh, I may be the most qualified for these duties. But so that package that Adam kind of threw out into the atmosphere yesterday, that's essentially like so. If we're I'm I'm setting some basic assumptions here. This is basically the all-inclusive, the best package Miami could ever throw together right now, a compilation of all of their assets. So that's where we're at. The first name I'm going to throw out to you folks is the one that uh, I think Heat fans love the most, and I think we're going to be able to move on quickly. Does it get you Bradley Beal? Now, here's the question. Are you asking, does it get you, or would you do it for Bradley Beal? Because those are two different – we probably should answer both of them, but uh, there's two different questions. We should, but any name I tee up, I would probably do the deal for. I'll just make that declaration now. But for sure, if you're talking about Bradley Beal, then you absolutely do the deal 10 times out of 10. Will it get us Bradley Beal? Absolutely not. We're going to get outbid easily uh, for for his services, so I don't think that's something that we should even – you know, put too much stock in, even if we were able to acquire that. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing I, I think we got to look at with all these teams, as we talk about players um, that the heat may be able to acquire them from is what is not just the value of the package in terms of talent that the team is getting, but in terms of the team's position, right? Okay. So I'm looking at Washington and I'm like, why would you, I don't know. I, I don't think the plan was to go completely backwards there, like down to the bottom. And I also don't know, that Tyler hero makes a difference in that market. I think there are certain markets that Tyler hero might make a difference in. We can think of what some of those are. I don't think that his presence in DC would draw people out there. So I don't think that's a perk. I've never heard of them having any particular interest in KZ or precious. Um, And I don't think that the, the picks that the heat would be able to acquire would be high enough for Washington to make the deal worth it. I just think there are other teams, particularly if, if Beal is not committal to Miami or nowhere else, I think there are other teams that could jump in with a much more significant package. I Again, a lot of these, we're going to say the same thing. Philadelphia could jump in with a much more compelling package. I mean, whether you're starting with Ben or not, you've got Tybal, you've got Maxi. Uh, those two guys alone, I think, are probably as attractive or more attractive than the young pieces the Heat are throwing in. And they have more flexibility to get another guy, so or no, more picks. So would I do it? Yes. Is it going to happen? No. Gosh, oh, that was uh, a- but before, before we go into that, just to his point, it's like uh, if you have KZ Akpala, in this deal, why would Washington want him when they have Roy Hachimura, who's like a better version of Casey Akpala yeah. already? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think Ethan, you bring up a good point that like 
Uh, each situation is going to be a little bit different. Like we, I actually, y'all spent way more time talking about Bradley Bill than I thought we were going to. I thought we were going to be like one word answers and we move <laughs> right on. Cause I don't think that, I think everyone knows we would get outbid, but here are the things. And, and we're going to pivot to the next guy that I think will spark different conversation. Is that like, if Beal doesn't get dealt at the beginning of this season or in the off season and, and it's the trade deadline and he has an option on that next, on, on the next year. So like Washington feels the pressure of if we don't deal this guy by February 20th or whatever that date is, like he may walk the, then the, the complexion of like somebody's leverage and, and what they would turn their nose up changes a bit. So uh, anyway, moving on Zach Levine, does it get you Zach Levine? Does it get you Zach Levine? All right, let me, I'll start here. Um, I think there's a better chance of it getting you Zach Levine than Bradley Beal. Let's start there. Um, Chicago, though, is, is in a strange position where I feel like they want to compete now also. Uh, they've gone long enough without competing. They made the trade for Vucevic. That's not a down-the-line right. type deal. That's a win-now deal. So to me, the only way that they're going to move Levine is if they know he's not going to resign and – they're going to get a ready-to-win-now play. I, I see them as making more of an Indiana-type move for Levine, where you see Indiana had Paul George. They didn't go totally backwards. They brought in Oladipo and Sabonis. Then they traded Oladipo. They brought in Levert. Like they, They've always tried to maintain a level of competitiveness with the players that they bring in. I, I, don't, I don't think that they're in that position. Also, that Denver GM, uh, he came from Denver. He's assistant GM from, from Denver who came to Chicago. Uh, his reputation, I don't think, is to sell back to the down to the bottom. I, Denver, he didn't do that. So, I, I honestly, I don't think it gets you, Levine. Um, would I do it? Ooh, interesting. That's, Royal, would you do it? Absolutely. Okay, I do it. I do it in a heartbeat. Uh, Zach Levine, and I think it's because uh, the the ghost formerly known as Adam Barai has convinced me several times over uh, that Zach Levine is a young guy making what $18 million this year. And he's scoring 25 to 28 points a game. He's that three level score that Miami desperately needs. So I would definitely do it, but Ethan stole my point. There's no way that Chicago is in on this at the trade for Vooch. I legitimately think that they're going to try and trade, go to point guard route too, uh, to try and get somebody in the camp like that, who can help them that way. And also remember, when you're making this deal, you're essentially from the Heat side. You are all in now on this. Like, uh, there's right. you don't have anything else. Like, you, you're, you're you're this For is Jimmy's it. Jimmy's I mean, window. This is your team. And and I'm watching Zach Levine today in the Olympics, and I'm and I I love the talent. I love the progress he's made. I don't think people realize what a good three point shooter he's become. I'm also watching him get cooked defensively, and I, I think that the Heat could fix some of that. Yeah. Um. But I don't know defensively, other than his athleticism, that he's that much of an upgrade over what they have. I, I as a scorer, yes, three level scorer, yes. But uh, I, I don't know if he's the guy you go all in on. So I would say I would probably do it, but I'm not as convinced as Adam and Royal on that. But I don't think Chicago's touching it. Well, another thing about it is that Zach Levine kind of uh, he, he's one of those players that fits both windows. So he's a player that helps you now in terms of trying to compete during Jimmy's window. And he's young enough to still be here during Bam's window. So that that kind of pushes me over the edge, I guess, a little bit farther than where you are. That's a really great point. And um, before I even tee up the next set of players, because I, I think we'll go to break before I tee up the the you know, that I have a few other ones up my sleeve here. I think we should we should just do a quick brainstorm session like. 
who's a team that actually is looking to accept a rebuilding package? Like that may actually help us identify who is the attainable player because like you, mm-hmm. we've just gone through this list of, of teams and everybody we can poke holes in the fact that they, everybody wants to compete. Right. So it's like, well, Greg, is- I think there are less, I think there are fewer teams that are in that position because of what we just saw. I think this past season, although there should be a little bit more normalcy, the fact that a Phoenix could go from out of the playoffs to the finals uh, you know, I, and the fact that Milwaukee makes a couple of tweaks and they, they go over the edge and win the championship. I think there, there are teams, I think more teams think they can contend now than probably any in recent years. There is no dominant force unless you think that the nets are suddenly all going to get healthy, which nobody really believes. So I, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of teams that are in the strip down phase as much as there were. There are just teams that are bad. I mean, that are in this perpetual, you know, sadness like Cleveland, but, but I don't there know. Is that one there, that comes to mind, though. Mm-hmm. there is one that comes to mind though. And that's Toronto. Uh, yes. They're getting rid of Lowry. And then you heard the reports about them trying to get rid of Pascal Siakam. And then you know how Musai Ujiri is about his African players. So you get mm-hmm. two players on team Nigeria. Tease, tease, tease. I know You're that's teasing. on great list. So wait on it. Wait on it. <laughs> Let, let's, let's get, let's get, I, let's get to left. That's what happens when you get two hosts on the show, man. That, I can just feel the vibes already. We got, oh my God. He took the ball from Dwayne. All right. That's, that's okay. <laughs> nope. No, no problem. We're going to tell I'm you about Timmy another Hardaway. great sponsor of the five reasons sports network. Actually, this is what promotes on Royal show. Also that's manscape.com. Use the code five RSN, get that 20% off at manscaped.com. You also get free shipping and no, it's not just the shaver. You can also get the cologne and everything else that they offer. You go to manscaped.com five RSN, just check everything else out that they have there. I have to give you the tagline here. This is part of the deal. Your balls will thank you. Anyway, let's get to it. Royal. You do that better than I do on the show. So that's fine. Um, true. They, they did give me a cool T-shirt, though, and I actually wore it out in public for the first time yesterday. So <laughs> make, sure, make, sure, make sure you use that code 5RSN. All right, let's get to it, Greg. Next one. Yeah, so um, uh, we're going to lean right into where Royal was going because I think this is actually my personal most viable slash favorite option, and I'm going to tell you a little bit why when we make the roundabout here, but uh, let's. I'm going to package these guys together. It's not just Siakam. It's Kyle Lowry and Siakam. It's kind of... You may have to have different mechanisms with which to get both of those guys, but it would be all encompassing of these assets to attain those two. So that I personally love this option. And I'd love to hear, do you guys think it's viable and would you do it? I think it's both viable and I would absolutely do it. I think this is probably one of the uh, best case scenarios for Miami this offseason. If uh, Toronto is serious about moving on from Siakam, then you do anything that you can to try and go all in on that package. Uh, He's already got chemistry with Lowry and he fits the void that we have at the four in terms of somebody who can shoot it and they can defend, they can switch, he can rebound. He just checks all the boxes for us. And so uh, I'm, I'm all in on a package like that. If we can get it done. Yeah. Me also. And and I know that there was um, some concern, I guess, about Pascal as a, as a three point threat. Um, and I think that's come up because obviously you want a three point threat next to Bam. He, he will shoot it, but he doesn't shoot it at a particularly high percentage. Uh, but if you're looking at the team that they could construct with those two guys, you have a little bit of everything on both ends. I mean, and you're adding another plus defender to the starting lineup, which is not something that we're necessarily talking about 
with a lot of these other deals. We're talking about guys who are offense first. I know that there are the jokes about Pascal being in the spin zone and he's got one move and it doesn't work in the playoffs. And, and I get all of that, but you're also talking about a guy who came into the league really with no skill set, turned into an all-star in, in a very good developmental system. One of the best developmental systems in the league, along with Miami, uh, he would fit, I think, culturally very well with the heat. Um, and again, if you're adding Lowry also, this is part of what we talk about with the windows, right? Like, so you were talking about Zach Levine's window. Well, with Lowry and Pascal, you kind of cover both windows. You, you have the win now guy with, with Jimmy, but you have another guy to grow with Bam. And as the two of them grow together, then as Jimmy fades out a little bit or maybe becomes the third option or maybe Kyle retires. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You can build out in the backcourt as you go. Um, so I like it. Now, the question with Toronto is, I don't know how willing Masai is to totally punt because I, I don't feel like Lowry is punting because we've kind of known he's not going to be there. And it was sort of a strange move with Masai not to trade him at the time. Right. Um, but and Pascal is a punting move. That That's, well, that's you know, maybe well, Shams uh, in the athletic uh, reported today that Toronto is highly interested in Jared Allen and okay. that they've tried to trade for him in the past. Let's say that they were able to find a way to get him. I could see them. And then like, there's also been reports of them maybe potentially being interested in a guy like Duncan Robinson, for instance, like I think they could sell Jared Allen and Duncan Robinson surrounding Fred Van Vliet and you know, the OG and, and the guys that they have going there uh, and the pick um, and, and, and kind of that's and Gary not Trent a junior too, who, who they acquired for right. Powell, which is, but, but you see the, the Gary Trent move, They're like the same player. They, right. But see, that's my point about Masai is that he doesn't he's not going to go totally bad. I mean, he moved Norm Powell, but he brought in Gary Trent Jr., who, you know, was kind of in a similar that they're that type of team. They're not they're right. not a, a go backwards. So it's got to be about making another move and maybe making a decision. And there were some rumors about this late last year that Nick Nurse and Pascal were not on the same page. And if that's the case, then it would make a little bit more sense uh to do it i from a heat perspective i don't see any downside to that i i think greg your idea which you've talked about about this being a reshuffling summer like oh five where mm -hmm. he where pat's trying to get 
multiple pieces to yeah. fit um, and, and just give the thing a new energy around Bam and Jimmy. Like I, that's the kind of trade, although I'm on a higher level than getting Jason Williams, Antoine Walker, and, you know, James Posey and Gary Payton at that stage that, that fits it, right? It's, it's getting you two guys. It's, we're not getting Bradley Beal, Dame Lillard, Kawhi, but we're getting you two guys who have been all-stars in the league and champions. I mean, I, I think they certainly can make that case. Is it a stretch to say that that makes Miami one of the top three defensive teams in the league to have those two come onto the roster? Hell, oh, no. I think I don't think so at all. Plus, you've eliminated to make this trade. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, you've taken Hero off the court, yeah. right? And you're and probably Gorn. taking you're probably taking none off the court, and you you may be and you're taking Dragic off the court. So just by simple addition by subtraction on the defensive end, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to sneak one in here, piggybacking off of what Ethan just said, and then we're going to go to the final one because uh, I think that that's where I'm going to sneak in the nuance that uh, is necessary for this topic. So it was reported also by Shams that uh, – or no, wait, this was Jake Fisher, excuse me, that the Utah Jazz are looking as one of the few teams in the league that is looking to move playoff-tested talent. Uh, the names that came up, although they are interested in keeping Mike Conley around, was uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, uh, Royce O'Neal, uh, and Joe Inglis. And so Ethan, to your point about that 05 trade with the Posey Walker thing, like if you were to get like, I'm just going to, not that they'd get all three, but the, just for the purposes of this discussion, let's say that they could get Inglis O'Neal and Bogdanovich for a package, even though I know that like they're looking to win now, maybe it's a three team deal or something like that. Would you accept if, if you emptied out the clip for that kind of supporting cast and it's three guys, is that worth doing at this juncture i mean you need kyle though i i see that's the thing i because you still it still doesn't solve that problem right because You're right i, I royce o'neill um is a heat type player i mean he just he fits the you know i mean there's guys like that all around the league that i'm like okay that guy could play for the heat we, we've talked about you know a lot of those guys um uh i i like joe inglis a lot uh he's not a point guard though like when he, when he tried to play point with conley out it was atrocious um, now they had Bogdanovich at one point. They traded him on draft night. Uh, I mean, I, I think Bogdanovich could do a lot of the things that Duncan does, um, but with more of an, uh, you know, more of a ball handling, you know, cheaper. and he's cheaper. Right. And if you're going to let Duncan go, then it fills it. So I, I like, I think all three of those pieces fit the heat really well. They fit Jimmy, they fit, but I still, Royal, I still think they need, Royals making a bad face. And in your I'm not going to say yes to this because Boyan to me feels like old Tyler Hero. Like, I don't want him. Like, I, look, he's it's fine. Like you're saying, they're supporting pieces, but you don't give up Tyler Hero that many first-round picks for that combination of players, two or three of them. Like, even if we're getting all three, you don't give that up. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like, when I'm not doing that. I don't even think the Heat do it. And I don't even remember what the other question was, but that answer is no too. Well, Utah, Utah. <laughs> no, the other question was, would the other team do it? I think Utah might look at it. To yeah, be honest. Utah uh, would do it to put uh, Tyler and some other young talent around Donovan Mitchell, like because mm -hmm. it would enable them to keep Conley. Like that's essentially they exactly. would try to lower. But then their Tyler becomes role. a sixth man there, right? Because Conley, I mean, he essentially yeah. takes the English role, right? Yeah, or does or, he start? Or, no, or he, I don't think he's. I mean, him and Clarkson. Well, I don't know how that works. So I mean, like, there's, well, yeah, this Clarkson is too, this yeah. is leading. 
perfectly into where I'm going to go with. <laughs> All this right. Well, final. before you go there, I got one more sponsor to tell people about. So we'll do that, and then we'll get we'll get to where you want to go here. MyBookie.ag. You want to bet on what Greg was going to say next? Use the code five. The world of sports, the off season, maybe a time to relax, regroup after a hard fought season. But playing with MyBookie gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. You can still play hundreds of games and leagues from around the world, whether it's a game day parlay or a long shot winner. MyBookie's got you covered. Got the Olympics on there right now. Use the code five. F I V E. You receive up to a thousand dollars in bonus money when you make your first deposit. That's a thousand bucks in extra cash when you make your first deposit with my bookie using the promo code five. So again, no NBA right now for a little while, but plenty of other stuff to gamble on, including MMA. If you want advice on any of that, check out our guys, uh, Alex Dono, J Rod, and all the rest of them on our fight reasons section of five reasons. But go to mybookie.ag and use that code F I V E. Get yourself a bonus. All right, let's get to it. I know you've got something nuanced you want to say here, so go go for it. So if it was a week before the draft in 2019 and we did this exercise on a podcast and we brought the Heat's best package to the table, we would have said like Jay Rich, Justice Winslow, whatever picks were in the pipeline at that time, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And we would have gone and we have done this exercise. We would have looked around the league and we would have said they couldn't get any of the top players. And then two weeks later, they would have traded for Jimmy Butler and got him on a max deal. So all I want to Hassan and got rid of and got rid of Hassan, which I mean, greatest off season of all time. Correct. So I know people who have have that as their head that transaction as their header photo on twitter which is hilarious i think shout out frankie g on that um so anyway where i'm going with that is that i just want to caution people as to you can't look at this in a vacuum that like circumstances matter all of a sudden if teams make their moves early in the offseason and then like teams that utilize their assets are no longer in the running all of a sudden Miami's package looks different timing player sentiment. Like, so I just, at some point we have to acknowledge that there's a gray area here and where I'm going with that is like, let's say that Dame gets moved all of a sudden in a package and Portland decides they need to kind of strip it down before they can build it back up. Although they are an anti-tanking kind of organization. Could that package get you CJ McCollum question mark? Yes. Would do you, you wanna, do you would trade you do that it? package for CJ McCollum? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I trade for CJ McCollum. Is there another uh, player on Portland that you or you wouldn't get? trade that package for CJ? I, w- I wouldn't trade that package for CJ McCollum. I think it's too many picks to throw at them for CJ McCollum. What if you got McCollum, Covington, and uh, DJJ? I'm just throwing together three players that I would. Like, I would do it if it hurts me up a little. Yeah, I would do it if I got Covington and DJJ back. Like I, I would definitely throw that package at him. But for CJ McCollum on his own, I don't think I would do that. He just doesn't, he doesn't check enough boxes for me. Uh, he doesn't help us defensively. Uh, he, the only thing he helps us as is a three level score. So, I mean, isn't heroes upside CJ McCollum. Haven't we discussed this before? Isn't Hell that, no. isn't that his case. ultimate upside? That's his best case scenario. Oh, right. okay. Well, if all things break his way, sure. But like, no, I'm just saying that that's his to me. That's his ultimate upside. And that's not a bad thing. McCollum has averaged 23 points over the past six seasons. It's not a bad thing. I just don't think Tyler can reach that. Um, there's one other guy you haven't mentioned, Greg, though. See, uh, I knew that, that you'd poke holes. I got I got a guy, too. Oh, uh, so I mean, the, the, the guy, the guy in New Orleans. Uh, uh, would you would you do all of that for Brandon Ingram? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. And I'll take Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> yes. Bring them, bring them would, on down. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You stole my guy, Ethan. But yes, that is exactly I mean, we've what we talked about. But New guy, Orleans, like... see, this is the issue. This is the issue, guys. So, and we won't spend a lot of time here. New Orleans, they they can't afford to take a rebuild package. They can't. Oh. Like, like David Griffin will be fired and sent out the door, and he's a good 
you know, GM. So like they're, they need contributors. So that's another thing. Maybe in this scenario, Gorin and Iggy are playoff contributors that you opt into to accept more money on the Miami side. Or maybe you, know you replace David one Griffin of the players that you have son? in there in with Duncan Robinson. If you replace one of those names with Duncan Robinson, then maybe. And you know who you know who David Griffin refers to as his son, Gordon Dragic. No. So there's a relationship go. there. There's a relationship there from Phoenix. But yeah, when I saw the 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 uh, the rumored trade today, I think it was Jake Fisher uh, suggesting that New Orleans and it sounds like it's pretty far along. It sounds like one of those deals that may already be done, uh, which is that New Orleans is willing to basically move down what seven slots in the draft just to dump Eric Bledsoe on Memphis. Who doesn't uh, have cap space? I don't think so. It's like when you say dump, it's probably for an expiring, for deal. an expiring contract. And I guess from Memphis's perspective, it's to give a job more reliable backup. I guess. Um, but if, but, but just from uh, from New Orleans's perspective, that seems to be also like a move to kind of clear some space to bring somebody in. And I, I think, I'll let me put it this way. I wouldn't be surprised at all if New Orleans ends up with somebody that's currently on the heat. I, I just I I feel like that's where this is headed. There's been too much smoke with Duncan. Um, I I know obviously there's Dragic interest there, and and that would make some sense with Zion. I think in terms of accelerating Zion's timeline. So I think all of that's possible. But yes, for Brandon Ingram, I would do it. I I do think you're talking about a third guy who is. Again, we talk about timeline. He's on Bam's timeline, but he's made an all-star team. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, it's a little bit different. Like he could play on Jimmy's timeline too. Um, oh, and, Memphis and I, does have cap space. Sorry guys. They do. Okay. Well, that's, I, I just think I would not be surprised at all if New Orleans and Miami that something happens between the two of them. I, I, I think that that's possibility. Is there another name that we're forgetting? I mean, that package is not getting you Lillard. Okay. It's not, you know, so, so is, is there somebody else out there, Greg, that we think could. Um, okay. Here's one. Would you unload the clip for Malcolm Brogdon, miles Turner and a wing of some sort, Justin holiday or Justin some kind holiday, of wing? Yep. who they also like. Royal making a stank I, face. I like I like Brogdon and I like the Miles Turner fit next to Bam. To be perfectly honest with you, um, Bam would, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But it's it's the picks for me. I think yeah. the, the picks and the pick swaps is what's making me hesitant, and I think that's going to make it a no for me. Uh, if if I can't hold on to some some of those assets, I don't think I'm willing to dump all of those assets into that trade. Philosophically, though. Yeah, it makes if, sense. If, if Pat gets his hands on the picks, he doesn't care about the picks. Oh, listen, right? if right. Pat figures out a way to unlock the ability to trade five <laughs> or six first rounders, listen, he's trading I'm five or six first right rounders. Now, if he can figure out a way to get six first round picks, right. he, he will do, he will be the GM or the executive that is known for trading the most first round picks for a player ever. There will be will, a Riley rule like there's a Stepien rule. You're right. Like, instead of you I'm, can't trade them in multiple, in back to back years, now it's going to be you can't trade more than two in one season. <laughs> Because Pat's going to trade them until 2070. He's going to figure he's going to let Spolstra's son deal with it, uh, basically, at that stage. Okay. You know, I, I just think philosophically, it just becomes not being able to use those picks you acquire for anything else. But there's not going to be a hesitation. I mean, I, I tell this story all the time, and then we can kind of close this out. You know, when the Justice Winslow offer was made by Boston, okay, and Danny Ainge, Pat turned to Adam Simon in the room and said, you always want the picks, picks or the player. 
And Adam said the player. Uh, but you and, think and with all those assets, willing to trade the picks? I mean, all I'll say is that Boston, with all those assets, and it kind of closes, it ties a bow on this conversation. The team with the most assets is not the team that gets all the guys. It's true. Who do you think is most likely for that package? Oh, wow. You're putting me on the spot here. Uh, I, honestly, it, there's le- I think that the Toronto situation yeah. is the one to monitor. Yeah, I do too. I do, but I also think New Orleans is going to end up yeah, with the Toronto Heat one, somewhere. New Orleans two. Yeah. I, yep. I, I, but I, I think that, you know, the other issue though is smart GMs sometimes don't want to deal with other smart GMs. And I just, I, the Riley, Andy making a trade with Masai, it's like, I don't know. It's like making a trade with Presti. There are like six or seven GMs in the league that it's like, you're not going to get over on them. Okay. So it's just all a question of, are you, giving them something they need from a timeline perspective. That's it. It's not, it's, you're not going to get over from them from ripping them off. There are no Sacramento Kings in the equation here. This is, or the old Knicks. When you're dealing with a Toronto, you're dealing with an OKC, you know. I, Where's I, Elton I, Brand when you need him? Vlade Divac. <laughs> Elton, Elton wanted to keep Jimmy. It was Josh Harris and Brett Brown who didn't want to keep Jimmy. I know that a thousand percent. So I, Elton got pushed aside, but that wasn't Elton's fault. I'm just, just to clarify, that's another guy in, in Philly you don't really want to do a deal with, except that his ego is so big that sometimes there are teams that I've been told can take advantage of that. But as far as talent evaluation and stuff. Uh, Daryl's another one that's sort of on that short list, but I, I just think with Masai, you're not getting over on Masai. Masai just signed the big contract to stay too. So, uh, you know, he's not looking to go out the door. All right, Greg, thank you for running point. I'm taking the ball back Royal. Thank you for running point this morning. I'm taking the ball back. Follow up at Royal a shepherd, Greg Sylvander, manscape.com five RSN five RSN, Therapistpreferred.com, five reasons. Follow our new account, five reasons, five reasons promos. You'll get all of these promo accounts. We'll be back later in the week. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five reasons of sports network. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.